Head coach of the Jayhawks is here, Bill Self. We will ask him to make a statement on tomorrow's game, and then we'll go to questions. Bill, whenever you're ready. I'm very happy to be here on Saturday. The way we played early in the game yesterday, I'm not sure that was going to be possible, but, but uh, uh, happy to be here. And, and uh, you know, we just started, although our staff has studied tape on Stanford, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we uh, uh, certainly watched a lot of tape last night and very impressed with how they do things and how sound they are and, and obviously how big and long they are. So, so uh, we know it will be a, a very tough challenge for our guys, but certainly one that we're looking forward to. Start in the back on the right. Uh, Bill Bob Lutz, Wichita Eagle. Tart Black uh, transfer as a senior. What do you, what were your expectations for him at the beginning of the season? What do you think his expectations were, and have those been met? Uh, I would say they're being met. I don't know if they have been met the whole year. Uh, I think his expectations were that he would come in and, and probably have more of an impact uh, from a from a minute standpoint, a production standpoint. Not that he would play all the time, but more of an impact. And we certainly anticipated him probably being a starter for us. Uh, uh, but you know, when the when the, the the young guy comes around like he did, there's not too many guys in America that that would have beaten him out. So so he he became the the best teammate, the best. Uh, uh, you know, first guy off the bench uh, guy that we feel like there is in the country. We, we think he's been terrific and he prepares every day the right way and, and certainly uh, it's no surprise to me uh, since Joe's been out, we really haven't, we really haven't, you know, we'll obviously miss somebody with that length, but we haven't missed what a lot of people thought we would because he's played so well. I thought he was really good yesterday. Right here. Jeff Ferrado with the San Jose Mercury News. Bill, um, with all due respect, several questions were asked to your players about Chase and Randall, and, and um, they seemed to not be quite sure who he was. Is that because no, that's they know numbers, or and can you tell us your impression? That's not true, but we haven't gone over personnel with our guys yet. You know, I, I don't know if, if uh, uh, the way that we do our stuff is uh, uh, we're going to, we decided not to do that this morning. And so we're going to wait and do it in practice, and then our, our meetings and everything seriously start after that. But, but uh, yeah, very yeah. That, that's not that's not fair to our guys to ask something that that uh, uh, we haven't passed out scout reports and things like that on yet. We we know he's good. Of course, he's averaging eighteen point nine a game. If you want to know anything about him, you can probably ask me because uh, he's he's uh, certainly I think he's eighteen point nine and overall an eighteen point seven in league. And, and uh, you know the kid can do a lot of things. And Powell's averaging. 14.9 overall, 14.1 in the league. So uh, certainly our guys will be very, very aware of those of, of them. But it's, but for them to know every individual, uh, things like that, especially somebody they're not going to be guarding, uh, uh, at least matched up one, that, I think that's a little bit unfair because we haven't gone over personnel yet. Over on the right, Bill. Zach Braziller, near and post. Jamari has come a long way. Obviously, he had a great game yesterday. What made you take a chance on him a few years ago? When when did you find out about his backstory? And he also said a few times early in the year you've used what he's gone through to kind of motivate some of the guys. Yeah. Kind of take me through all that. Well, you know, we didn't know we, we were recruiting another young man out of IMG in Florida and we go down there and Coach Townsend was a point man on it, but we're watching him work out and see Jamari work out and well who's this kid? And and uh, not a great offensive player by any, any means, but, but a guy with energy and bounce and attitude and all the things you want. And 
you know, after starting to recruit him and, and uh, knowing that we wanted him, uh, you know, you get to study and, and get to understand the past. And of course, he's got a remarkable story. Um, uh, probably one, I mean, the, the, that's one great thing about this tournament. It brings out so many neat stories, and, and Jamari certainly has one of them. And, and for, for, the, for the young man to, to go through a situation in his life when he was a little younger in high school and to be homeless for, you know, almost a year and, and to live in abandoned homes and cars and shelters and, and, and still find some way to make it. And, and uh, he's willed himself to do it. And, and uh, uh, you know, he and his family are very close and, and uh, have gotten that way. And, you know, nobody is, could be more proud of him than, than obviously his mother, but but what we are of him in Kansas, he, it's been a remarkable story. He's a great role model for everybody else. He, the kid doesn't have bad days. He's had a lot of bad days. He doesn't have bad days now. Here in the aisle, Jeff Lutz from the Wichita Eagle Coast. Do you see an offensive awareness in Wayne where he doesn't force things, but when he is shooting well, that he looks for a shot more, maybe plays more aggressively uh, offensively? Yeah, I think so. I, I, th I think that Wayne... Uh, uh, has been has been pretty consistent uh, in doing the things that he needs to do to give us the best chance to win. Uh, he's been he's been he, he's given himself up a lot of times offensively to make sure that he used all his energy and things like that uh, on the defensive end, and that was his focus. But but we need him to be we need him to be a threat from the perimeter. And last night, obviously, nobody on our team really was. I mean, we didn't stretch it at all. Didn't make any shots. Uh, from outside the arc, but we need him to be do it, to be able to do that, and and then he's also a guy that can tack the basket, get to the free throw line. So he, you know, for a young kid, he, he's he's had a great year, but certainly uh, him being more aggressive uh, uh, tomorrow, and if we're fortunate enough to play after tomorrow, will be something that's real important to any success we have. All right, we have two questions in the back left. The third one will be here, and she will be fourth. Go, uh, Bill Blair Kirkhoff, the Kansas City Star. Your answer to the question about the scouting changes what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if there's more awareness uh, by your players for teams that maybe they see on television more, like a Stanford versus an Eastern Kentucky. But I'm just wondering if, you know, maybe is there less awareness when you get this time of the year about certain teams? Do you try to keep your kids sort of, you know, in the, not in the dark, but uh, do you want to shape the way that they approach teams and their awareness of teams? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think the teams that play on television a lot, uh, uh, you know, obviously your kids are more familiar with. I mean, uh, this isn't a negative against Eastern Kentucky, uh, but but they wouldn't know. Uh, a lot of our players wouldn't know their personnel if if it wasn't through scout reports because maybe on the circuit they didn't play against each other as much or or that stuff. And and uh, uh, certainly, you know, everybody got players that can play in the tournament. And we found that out last night, but. Uh, I would say, you know, if, if you're watching a, you know, Michigan State or, you know, a Duke or, or somebody like that, 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 you know, we get all the time on TV, guys are more familiar with those teams. Uh, uh, I would say Stanford, uh, from our standpoint, would not be the team that we'd be most familiar with. Uh, uh, that's not a knock to them. We, we don't see them like teams on the, on the West Coast season if you're just flipping channels. Uh, uh, but you know they've been on, but not but not as much to us as, as probably a lot of teams moving east. But but uh, uh, you know there's a lot of a lot of different ways you handle things. You know uh, you know our, our situation was yesterday. Uh, you know to go over very very gen generic things. I, I, I you know guarding actions things like that. But but we we made a decision not to throw too much at them yesterday because of the fact that 
we thought rest was more important and uh, gave them some things to digest, uh, such as their, you know, how they run their triangle offense and that kind of stuff. And then we'll get into personnel, obviously, uh, today at the end of practice and then all night tonight. Bill, about Fesco, 610 Sports Radio. With Connor, the way that he played yesterday, how much easier is it for you to go to him a lot earlier in the game if things aren't going right right away? No, I think it definitely gives, you know, players need confidence, but coaches need confidence too. And, and, and certainly, uh, uh, you know, I, I, get a, I get a kick out of that a lot of times. Well, coach, I need you to give me confidence. And I said, my job is not to give it to you. Your job is to give me confidence to play you. And, and, and certainly, uh, you know, Connor performing like he did yesterday and being a solid, solid guy for us and, and, and uh, you know, basically calming our team some, I think, was, would give, gives me a lot of confidence to, to go with him earlier. And he's certainly going to be part of our rotation. We're going to let Bill. Hi, Bill. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald, San Francisco Chronicle. For those of us on the West Coast who have only seen your team maybe in bits and pieces over the course of the season, how would you uh, describe Andrew Wiggins' progress as a player from the time he came in to this point right now? Well, he's, he, you know, statistically, there hasn't been a huge jump. I mean, he's gone from averaging 16 a game to probably averaging, you know, 18 or 19 a game the last, you know, Eight or nine games of the season, so, so you know that's that's a small jump. But the thing about it is, he's he's much more comfortable uh, what he's doing. He's much more confident, and, and certainly, uh, you know, when teams are designed to key on him, he, he's uh, he's been very poised in learning how to play out of that uh, and not get frustrated. I, I think as much as anything, he's become more of a complete player. He, he's a guy that can do a lot of different things, and certainly, if he gets an opportunity to play to his athletic ability. Uh, you know, he's probably about as athletic as anyone in the country. Uh, and there's a lot of great athletes out there, but he's certainly one of them. Okay. As a, as a follow-up, I'm sorry. Okay. As a follow-up to that question, Bill, how much better could he be with another year at Kansas? Well, you know, I'll, uh, oh, I think he should definitely come back. You know, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, uh, I, I think that... Uh, Obviously, he would be a, a lot better a year from now, regardless of where he was playing. Uh, and and uh, certainly, uh, I, I say that jokingly. Uh, you know, that's not anything we're we're going to hold out hope for at all. Uh, what I'd like to see him do is is uh, is you know on the biggest stage that college basketball has to offer, play very very well to to uh, you know give him confidence and, and and help springboard what his next step is, whatever that is. But. Uh, you know, a lot of kids, a lot of kids uh, leave because the opportunity or the timing appears right. Doesn't mean it's always the greatest choice for their development. Uh, but in, in this particular case, he'll develop wherever he goes for whatever he does. Okay, young lady is up now. Then we're going to go back right to RB will be three. We're back down here for four. Go please. Joan Neeson, Sports Illustrated. Coach, last night and then again today, Andrew mentioned that he hasn't really felt nerves since his first college game. He said he said that was sort of the end of the nerves. Is that something you've noticed as well? And did you notice the nerves back before the season started? Well, I, that first exhibition game was a big one, you know, and, and uh, uh, I remember him saying how nervous he was then, but I still think they get butterflies. I mean, when, when, whenever a guy says that he's calm and doesn't feel certain things. I, I don't know if I totally buy into it. I, I don't think that, uh, 
maybe nervousness is, is what they feel as much as anxiousness or butterflies, and so he certainly feels that. But but uh, he's been he's been pretty remarkable on how even keel he's been. The highs aren't high, too high, and the lows don't ever get too low. He's he's been very steady. Back right, Bill. Mark Ewing from Cox, Kansas, 22. Uh, my question for you is about Johnny Dawkins, basketball star of the 80s, like yourself. Oh, yeah, we were right and, on the same level. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your thoughts about him, and because of his coaching background, do you immediately know what to expect from or or has he kind of got his own way with, with what he does? Well, you know, uh, I can't speak to all that accurately. From, from my opinion, I think he's one of the, the, the classiest uh, – People that we have in our profession, whether it be head coach, assistant coach, uh, athletic director, uh, uh, trainer, academic person, you know, he, he epitomizes class. Uh, he conducts himself in, in, in that way, and he always has. And I think it's really cool. And of course, we, we've got one in Danny uh, also. But but you know, I think that they they did some study, didn't they? Do some poll that Danny was the best player that's coaching in the tournament and Johnny was the second best player that's coaching in the tournament and, and and I mean this guy was national player of the year and and led his led Duke to final four uh, before Duke was going to final fours and and uh, uh, to see a guy that's experienced that much success on the hardwood then to come you know basically uh, uh, do the things that assistant coaches have to do like Danny did as well and, and to be totally humble in how you conduct your business uh, uh, when certainly you don't have to do that unless you're in the business of helping kids, I think is pretty cool. And, and certainly he's, you know, it's, it's a great hire that Stanford made and, and that he's going to continue to do well. And, and, and everybody in our business that knows John, he's happy for him. You know, I just don't want him, I just don't want him to benefit on, uh, from an, on, on our expense, but, but certainly uh, he's, he's, he's been great for our game. R.B. Falstrom, Associate Press of St. Louis. What, if anything, changes about your approach with the early start, and is there an advantage over a West Coast team? I was thinking about that. You know, when they told me 11-15, uh, I thought, damn, and and because uh, I know our players would. Uh, but then I thought, well, what is Johnny saying? You know, uh, they're going to have pregame meal at 5-15 uh, uh, their time, so... Uh, but they've been they've been over here long enough, and, and then I thought, well, against New Mexico was a pretty early start, and they played their best right out right out of shoots. So I, I don't think it matters either way. I, I think both teams will be awake, alert, ready to go. Right down here, second row. Bill, this was a long time ago, but I believe your fourth game as head coach at Kansas was against Stanford. They beat us. Yeah. What and, do you and, remember and about the, that? Uh, well, you're bringing up a lot of good things. Uh, uh, I remember uh, Mike Montgomery was the coach, and uh, we go out there for the Wooden, the wooden uh, Classic, if I'm not mistaken. And I think Kentucky and UCLA, was it Kentucky and UCLA on the other half? I, I'm pretty sure. So, so uh, uh, and, and the final score was like 67-61 or something like that, and, and uh, they controlled the game from start to finish, and, and, and uh, certainly, uh, I believe Childress was on that team. If I'm not mistaken, so uh, uh, it was a year that, that Mike and them were number one seed and had a great year. But but uh, uh, you know they've always had good players and always had good teams and always had size. It seems like uh, and certainly this this year is no exception. Right, seven minutes to go. We have four questions up. Go please. Bill, you said earlier about developing confidence from a coaching standpoint in a player. How long does it normally take to develop? 
coaching confidence in a player? Oh, it's that you know through practice, through through uh, uh, you know having some success in the game. You know, uh, the thing about it is with 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 guys like Connor, it's not it's not so much that they have to play great, but they need to you know uh, perform well enough that the team doesn't take a step backwards. And and uh, certainly he's done that for the most part all year long. Uh, uh, but when, but I, I said that jokingly, but but it is true. Coaches have to get confidence in guys, and and certainly we have confidence in Connor to come in and do the job. Back row with then Bob, uh, Jerry Tipton, Lexington Herald Leader. Bill, how much at this stage of the season? How much can a freshman catch up to veteran players and and not uh, be susceptible to something uh, savviness or that sort of thing? Well, I think. Uh, well, I'm hopeful uh, uh, that certainly freshmen can do it, and I know your faithful are even more hopeful since you're playing with even more uh, uh, freshmen than what we are. But, but uh, I, I do think by this time of year, if, if you've been a contributor the whole year, it's not like it used to be where, where you know, the best thing about freshmen, they become sophomores. You know, it's, it's almost like, hey, you're, you're a sophomore by the time conference play starts with all the things that these guys have experienced uh, before getting to school and, and being thrown in the fire right when they get there. So I, I do think it's, you know, uh, uh, talent will trump experience in a lot of ways, but, but certainly experience can play havoc on young talent. Uh, but but I, I think at this point in time, you know, uh, freshmen should be able to handle it. Uh, the, the pressures are a little bit different in the NCAA tournament uh, uh, than what they may be during the regular season. We're, Mistakes are more magnified and things like that because there's not another game if you don't play well. But but I, I think these young kids will, will handle it very well for the most part because you see experienced guys not handling well sometimes in the same circumstances. Bob, uh, Bob Lutz again, Wichita Eagle. We've talked a lot about Connor Frankamp. I've said he's one of the greatest shooters I've ever seen. You've said yeah, the same shoot. thing. Why has he not been a good shooter this year? I, I think, I, you know what? I don't know if I'll go that far. I think statistically says he hasn't been as good a shooter as what he is, but it's hard shooting, you know, and, and if, if you're out there, if, hey, if you make it, you stay in. If you don't make it, you may come out. And and, and unfortunately, that's sometimes the reality of it uh, or the appearance of the reality of it. So you put so much pressure on yourself, oh, i got to do this or i got to do that. And the bottom line is uh, he doesn't have to do anything except try real hard. And when you think about the right things, usually you shoot the ball better. And, and I think he'll do that moving forward. Just like last night, got two wide open looks that normally one for two would be bad shooting night for him on those, and, and, and neither one go down. But but I, I know they're going to, and he believes they're going to, so I'm, I'm not worried about that. Four minutes to go. Two questions are up. Greg Palermo, Fox 2 St. Louis. Um, I'm wondering, I know you had your, your, your own pregame routine. Uh, did you see, did your staff, did your team see uh, any of the, the game? Uh, the Stanford game in, in person, or uh, did that confirm any impressions of yours, your teams? Yeah, our, our team, we watched. We watched in the locker room, and we watched until we left uh, uh, the game, and so no question that, that uh, but I don't make it a big, our, our focus yesterday was beating Eastern Kentucky. Our focus was not watching uh, Stanford, New Mexico, and, and so, you know, the games were obviously on in the rooms before they left, and then we, we had the game on the whole time until we started stretching in, in our locker room. So, they, yeah, they had a chance to see. Bill, I, I know you're concentrating on your game, but as a basketball fan, do you 
feel like you might want to peek in on that uh, Wichita State-Kentucky uh, game after your game? If we win, you know, uh, I, I, I won't be the least bit interested in that outcome at all. If, if, if we're not successful, you know, we'll, we'll be thinking about other things. But, but certainly, uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's an inter interesting scenario. Obviously, you have Wichita State, who's had the year. I mean, uh, nobody can ever uh, deny them that. They've had as good a year as that college basketball has seen in recent memory. And, and, then, you, and then you have a, a, one of the truest uh, blue bloods that, that uh, uh, you know, that has the, the, the reputation and, and uh, all those sorts of things uh, and young talent that they'll be, they'll be battling each other. And it should be a fun game. I, 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 think it, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. And if I do watch any of it, I'll watch it strictly as a neutral observer and enjoy every moment uh, uh, because it, it could be very cool. But our focus isn't thinking about that. We, we, we got our own business that we need to tend to and, and hopefully tend to very well. Anything else for Bill Self? All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Good luck. Bye.